Hello, ladies, and welcome to another episode of our Brilliant Tista podcast. I am your host, Sherry Custer, and I am so happy you decided to pop in here today. We're going to talk about money. That's right. We're going to talk about money. And I don't want to talk about just a money mindset or I'm not going to sit here and give you financial advice. That's not what I'm going to talk about in this episode. What I have decided to do was really break down how we can build the belief around success is possible for you. I want to show you how you too can go after your big dreams and the reasons why you should and why you shouldn't hold back. Because, oh my gosh, I'm going to share so many stories in this episode, but really I'm going to give you those exact principles, the exact tools. I've got great worksheets that are available on our website. There is great information that you're going to be able to take with you and be able to implement into your life in so many ways. So if you're ready to really get clear about your income potential, the things that you can do, how you can build the belief in that potential that's inside of you, all based off of you creating success and achieving success based on your values and the things that are most important to you. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So let's not even wait another second and let's just dive in. You're listening to the Brilliant Teacher Podcast, connecting you to a community of brilliant women who open up to share their insights, tips, and strategies, helping you to elevate your brilliance, lifestyle, and business. We believe when brilliant women come together, anything is possible. I'm your host, Sherry Custer, a stay-at-home mom who built a seven-figure business with zero experience, but the willingness to figure it out. Welcome, ladies. I am ready. Are you ready for this? I hope you are, because this is a big deal. I really think that this whole conversation around money is something that is on my heart. It's literally taken me 11 attempts to get this message across in this podcast. So I have poured my heart and my soul into this whole episode because I really felt that it was so important for me to really be honest, to really dig deep, to really find out what was really on my heart about all of this as opposed to what was I just going to regurgitate out that I might've said over and over and over again. But was this something that was tangible that you could literally take with you and begin to make changes in your life when it comes to how you view money, how you can stop apologizing for what you want, how you can find alignment with your financial goals and your life, and how to remove the doubt that it's even possible. So that's what I want to cover in this. And I'm going to share with you some ways that I have worked on this myself and the things that I have done to help others on our team to believe in their financial brilliance too. So why wouldn't I want to share that with you? By the way, so just full disclosure, this is not about removing money blocks. This is more about seeing your value and what you can bring to others by saying yes to your financial goals, by believing that it is okay to have these financial goals. We're going to talk about your beliefs when it comes to money, so we will get into that, along with helping you to value your time with intention. So if that's something you want to do, then this is the podcast for you. Here's the thing. I would love for you to think about your current beliefs in you achieving your financial goals, your belief in others who've already reached their financial goals, 
your belief in your ability to increase the value you provide, your belief in how much is your time worth. I truly believe that these are critical in your financial success. And I know I said we're not going to talk about money blocks, but this is actually strategy. As far as I'm concerned, these are strategies. I'm not going to go digging back to your past and all of that. I'm giving you some tools that you could actually use to move forward strategically in the way that you think and in your actions and really helping you to create that alignment. So for example, we're just going to put this out there. If your goal is to earn a million dollars or whatever your financial goal is, you must first believe that that's even possible for you. And I want to help you do that. If you have big financial goals, I don't want you to be ashamed of it. It's actually you stepping into your brilliance. And I have a whole philosophy around all of this. So let me just share with you a quick story about why I think it is so important for us not to be ashamed of our desire to step into big financial goals. Years ago, I was a young mom and probably about, I want to say I might've been about 23, maybe 24 years old. And I was invited to a Mary Kay event with a girlfriend of mine. And I walked into the room. It was in one of those hotel ballrooms and there was all these women there. But there was one woman that I will never, ever, ever forget. And this woman was standing on stage and she was wearing this gorgeous white suit. And she had this gorgeous brightness and smile coming from her. And she began to talk and she said a whole lot of things. But there were a few things that I remember. And this is what I remember. She talked about how clean her toilets were. And she talked about you could eat off of her toilets. I mean, she went into this whole toilet conversation in a big, big way. She talked about the fact that she used to clean her toilets and she had the cleanest house and so on and so on and so on. But she no longer does that, but she still has these clean toilets. And you're probably saying, oh my gosh, Sherry, what in the world are you talking about? But what I saw was a woman who was speaking to me. She was speaking to what I was currently doing. I wanted to have a clean house and I was cleaning my house. I was taking care of it. But up until that point in my life, I had not been exposed to women going after their dreams, women stepping up and stepping into those big financial goals. But she was showing me this example. And I realized at that moment, I wanted to be her. I wanted to be a woman who showed up as an example that other people said, I want to be you. But what it was going to take was I needed to be that person. I had to start showing up and be that person because what that woman did for me is she gave me an idea, an inspiration. Okay. Just a full disclosure. I did not join Mary Kay. It was $1,200, and back then, let me just say, like that might have been the equivalent of saying $10,000. I didn't have the money. That was one, and we say that all the time, don't have the money, but I didn't have the money. But also, I was already in alignment with the fact that there were other reasons why, and those things trumped the fact that I didn't have the money. If other things aligned, I would have figured out a way to get the money. But the one thing was is, you had to buy all this inventory and I had no space in my home for all the inventory. And the last big clincher was I didn't even wear makeup. 
And so why would I start a business in a makeup company and get excited and figure out a way to get the money and everything else just because I wanted to be that person? So what I had to do was I just had to go find the thing that allowed me to step into that. And I will tell you, it actually took a few years for me to find that thing. And that thing literally put me into a position where I became one of the top producers in that company and I became that woman to a degree. I definitely didn't reach the status that she did, but it still stuck with me. I always knew there was something there. Years later, many, many, many years later, I found that opportunity again but it was that example. And so I want you to see you right now are leading by example. And if you can envision, there's a young woman, a young mom who's out there right now who needs to know that things are possible and that her life and where it's at right now is not where she needs to be. By the way, I was also in an abusive relationship at the time because it was all that I knew how to be in. And I didn't see myself as having much value to give to the world. But that woman gave me that inspiration. And that's what I want you to do is believe that that's something you need to do. You can't just sit on the sidelines and say, you can do anything. You can make it happen. You have to step in and show that to other people. Nowadays, we have so many examples of what that really looks like, but we need more women stepping into that to see that it is possible for all of us and that it doesn't matter where you came from and who you are. All right, so let's start with how do you see those who have achieved financial success? Because here's what I see. I see women who have set goals, have vision, have courage, they believe in their value, they committed time and energy to taking action, they've made sacrifices, they believe they can make a difference, they pour into others, they make mistakes and learn from them and keep going, they embrace the belief it takes a village. Now, I fully subscribe to that. They provide jobs for others. And guess what? Not only do they provide jobs for others because they're generating an income, but they're also providing jobs by the companies and the products and services of the things that they're buying. That's our economy. They don't allow others' doubts to hold them back. They don't quit on themselves. They provide innovative products and services to others, and they have more to give. Those are just a few things. I believe to my core. So for me, my belief, my belief, not yours, but my belief is going after your goals and winning is a good thing. You instantly become an inspiration for other women. And like I said before, those young women who are sitting back and watching and they don't even know yet. They have no idea of what they want to be. But you also have an opportunity to really raise the bar in what that really looks like. You get to define that. You get to say, like, what does it look like a woman who is pursuing a career and pursuing a business and pursuing a financial goal? What does that really look like? You don't have to grab somebody else's dream and make it yours. You get to define exactly how you want to make that work. And that's what I've done. And I know if I've done it, you can do this too. So I don't see anything wrong with this. Do you? I mean, seriously, do you see anything wrong with this type of model? Do you see anything wrong with a woman going after her financial goals? Do you? Seriously. 
another perspective here. So do you subscribe to the belief that financial success is a matter of luck? Because if you do right away, I'm going to be honest with you, you're not taking personal responsibility for your actions, your choice, and your efforts. What I know to be true when it comes to what is perceived lucky is preparation meets opportunity. Having a clear understanding of some key factors will help you to recognize opportunities when they show up in your life. I mean, this will like literally make you look lucky too. Like people will go, oh my God, she's so lucky. Because every week right now you are presented with dozens and dozens and dozens of opportunities. And yep, that's right. I said dozens of opportunities, most of which you have missed because you didn't know what you were looking for. And that's what I want to talk about right now. Because you've missed opportunities to experience something, to meet someone, to learn something, to change something, to do something. And and, I mean, like the list just goes on and on. But before you go running out there and jumping on every opportunity, you honestly need to know just a few things. And I'm going to help you figure out what those few things are in just a minute. So just have patience with me. But the first thing I want to just do, because this was like what changed me in every possible way. Because so starting off with the belief that I had no value, nothing I can deliver, I could never be that person. I want to help you to increase your belief in the value potential that you have. So I'm going to walk you through a process that I call ladder of belief. And hopefully right now, I just want you to envision a ladder and you're standing at the bottom of that ladder right now. And the way we move through this is it really does start with knowing who you are. All those characteristic traits that make you who you are right now, standing right there at that ladder. So if you're struggling right now, To think of the words that might describe you, I want you to go to the Google search bar and I want you to type in characteristic traits or personality traits. And I want you to write good at at the end of that or bad at the end of that. Or you can go to brilliantista.com. We have a worksheet for you, making it a little bit simpler because this is something I do with my team all the time because I really want to help women know their potential. I want to help women see that they can go from where they're at and go anywhere they want to go. We just have to start where they're at right now. So with all of that being said, when you finally get this list and you're looking at it, and maybe you're in your car right now, so don't go Googling anything right now, but you're in your car, you're running or you're doing whatever. But when you sit down and you have this list in front of you, I want you to start checking off all of these traits that would describe who you are. Again, the good ones and the bad ones, because we've got to get real with ourselves. Once you've done that, I want you to put a star next to your strongest traits. And I want you to put an X next to those negative traits that aren't serving you. Because again, we've got to get real. Okay. Now that you've done that, now you have a starting point. And what that means is you have clarity around who you are. Now I want you to look at your list and find one of your strongest traits and say, I am whatever it is. And I want you to own it. All right. You got it. You own it. It's you. It's you a hundred percent to your core. Next, I'm going to show you how you can build on that one belief by combining it with other beliefs you currently have and the ones you're going to gain along the way. So I'm going to give you kind of an example, but I'm going to kind of give you the outline of what this actually looks like and how this works. So we're going to create a sentence structure and the sentence structure says, because I am fill in the blank and I am fill in the blank, 
I am now fill in the blank. So for example, I can say because I am creative and I am able to learn new things, by the way, that's another one of those items that's on the list of things that I already believe about myself, comes the next part, I am coming up with new ideas. Now we're going to go another step on the ladder. Because I am now coming up with new ideas and I am friendly, again, building upon a belief that I already have, I am now connecting to other women who support my ideas. Now we go another step on the ladder. Because I am now connecting with other women who support my ideas and I am opening to partnering with them, I am now working with women who bring their skills together. You see how this is going? I am building my belief in the potential that I have to get where I want to go. Now, again, we're going to just keep going. I'm just going to give you a couple of examples, but just showing you how this keeps building upon itself. Because I am now working with women who are bringing their skills together and we are holding each other accountable, we are now taking action together to reach our goals. And we're going to go another one. Because we are now taking action to reach our goals and are open to opportunities, we are now expanding our skills and our connections. You want me to keep going? I've got it listed out here. Because we are now expanding our skills and our connections, and we are taking consistent action, we are now generating income to reach our goals. And because we are now generating income to reach our goals and believe in the power of community, we are now supporting other women to do the same. One more time, because we are now supporting other women to do the same and we know it takes belief, we are now helping other women step into their courage to believe in their potential. I wanted to get to that point because this is true. All of this is true. And I want you to see that you are just going to keep going down this list, taking something that you already know about yourself, adding something else that you know, kind of an action, so a verb that can go along with something you believe about yourself, and then keep adding to that. And just using that sentence structure, we have a whole worksheet on this, so you don't have to write it all down, but I want you to be able to keep moving forward. So the worksheet will be on brilliantista.com and you'll be able to download that. So you're just going to keep going and keep going and keep going and see that it is possible to start with who you are and connect to actions you already have. And the actions will keep building upon each other, will move you up the ladder, believing you can now do brilliant things. And that is what I want you to do. All right. So now that we've built your belief that it is possible for you to increase your value, to do great things, I now want to help you uncover your core values. One of the most important steps I found when moving forward with your financial goals is staying in alignment with your core values. A lot of people are moving forward with these financial goals that they've set for themselves without determining their core values or or literally abandoning them altogether, finding themselves really unhappy because they were out of alignment. And I don't want that to happen for you. So here's the thing. Your core values are your pillars. These are the things which all of what you do get measured up against. Most of us start out with having dozens of core values or five or six or seven or eight. And really that makes it difficult for you to make decisions quickly, especially when opportunity comes our way. And like I said before, opportunity is showing up all the time in your life and yet we're missing it. And a lot of that has to do with what we're going to talk about 
in the core values and even what we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. So I did a whole entire episode on core values, which you can definitely go check out at brilliantista.com. There's a worksheet you can download. And just to kind of cover, like, what are some examples of what core values are? For example, ambition, that's a core value. Courage, community, those are my two core values. Humility, kindness, optimism, resourcefulness, and so on. So these are just a couple of options of what core values are. But uncovering what those are, that's really important. So no matter what your core values are, you can reach your financial goals and stay in alignment with them. So it doesn't matter. Kindness is a core value. It doesn't mean that you have to abandon kindness in order to achieve your financial goals, right? If you've ever done something that bugged you and made you frustrated or triggered a response like, why did I do that? You were more than likely out of alignment with your core values. You were doing something that didn't feel right. And so that's why I think it's so important to figure out exactly what these are so you don't keep having those moments in your life. I'm going to be honest, you're more than likely going to have them. I just want to help you have them less. And that has been a huge impact on my life because we have to build that positive talk in our heads and literally beating ourselves up. That's not good. So use the worksheet. It's going to help you uncover your top two core values, which all of your other core values will literally fit into. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know it's going to be exciting. And what happens when people actually do this exercise? This is what they tell me. They're literally saying, oh my gosh, I now have clarity in a way I never did before. People will sit there and say like, I now feel like all this weight of unknown has been lifted from me. I've had people cry. I've cried. I've cried watching people uncover their core values. So I know this is going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal because having only two things to think about will make it easy every time you have to make a decision. You'll just have to ask yourself, does this align with this or this or both? And when it does, the answer is always yes, right? You get to make those decisions because you get to say like, yes, this aligns and I can move forward. All right. Now let's talk about your value of your time. Now, this was something that was presented to me. And when I saw it, I thought, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if I can buy into it. But let me just share this with you because it has shifted how I treat my time. I've definitely made a big, big, big shift in how I show up. For me, it started when I took my financial goal and broke it down to an hourly rate because this is really what we're doing. Like we're spending hour upon hour upon hour doing things. And a lot of times we're doing things that aren't getting us closer to our life goals, let alone our financial goals. And so this will help you because it definitely helped me to really value that time and always have that little message in the back of my head saying, is this worth your time? Do I make different decisions now because of it? You betcha. I even took one of those message boards and I put my hourly rate on this message board to remind me all the time, Sherry, are you taking actions on the goals you have for your life or are you wasting your time? Because at the end of my time and at the end of your time, you don't want to look back and say, wow, how much time did I truly waste because I truly didn't understand the value of it? And we can all say like time is priceless, 
but it's good to have a number so it's tangible, right? You want to make it tangible. Okay. So I'm just going to give this one. We're going to use this one as an example because a lot of people, especially in my circle, have a goal to make, and I say profit. So profit a million dollars a year. And that might be way out there. You're not even there yet. And in reality, you're like, I don't even know how to make that happen. And I get it. But part of what we just did walking through this whole exercise was helping you to see that you could go from where you're at and go anywhere you want to go. And yes, again, I will say it, it's going to take improving and moving forward and the connections that you have along the way. But also making sure we're in alignment, right? We have to be in alignment. So if we use a million dollars, the next part we want to think about is how many hours per week do you want to work? And maybe you're thinking, well, if I want to make a million dollars, I'm going to have to work all the time. I'm just going to have to be like crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't know what that is for you right now. And I don't even know if you know what that is right now. And we're not necessarily right now going to set financial goals as much as I want to help you just understand there is a value to your time. So if I really, really, really had my ideal world, I would work five hours a day, five days a week, giving myself the weekends to do the things that I want to do. Now, to full disclosure here, I love what I do, but I know I have to set boundaries. I know it's so important for me to not just be buried in what I do all day long because other parts of my life are missing my time. And I need to make sure I give time to that. So this is specific to work productive hours. 25 hours per week is a goal that I have. That actually equals 1300 hours per year. And what you do, once you figure out your hours per week or your financial goal, your hours per week and the total number of hours a year that actually is, you're just going to divide your financial yearly goal by the number of hours, which ultimately give you your hourly financial goal rate. For that, for a million dollars at 25 hours a week, it's $770 an hour. So what does any of that mean now? Because you're like, Sherry, I don't make $770 an hour. I don't charge $770 an hour. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't right now, then don't run out there and do it. Um, That's not what I'm telling you right now. I just want you to have a value to your time. What this ultimately means is you now know how much your time is potentially worth if you use it wisely. What that looks like is completely up to you. One recommendation I do have is I want you to look at your personal life and your income generating activities as one. Call it your life, yourname.com, because who wants to have a lot of money and no personal life? Think about what would you want to be, do, and have, and become over the next one to three years? I want you to start setting some goals. Some of the goal categories to think about really is things like health, fitness, mindset, relationships, leisure time. That would be like travel, things that you would want to do, experiences. What would you like to try and maybe jump out of an airplane? I've actually done that. What are some of the finance goals that you have? Do you have debt to pay off? Do you want to own a home? Do you want to buy a car? What are your business goals? What are the goals that you have that you want to contribute? What are the faith goals you have? What are some of the goals that you have to learn, the things that you want to learn how to do? Are you working on your personal growth? I 
sure hope you are because guess what? If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're already working on your personal growth. So what are some of the things that you want to achieve? Now, I'm giving you this list because one of the biggest challenges I had when somebody said, what are your goals? I said, "Um, I don't know. I don't know what my personal goals are. What are my goals? What are my goals for anything? Like, And I asked, can I get some options to choose from? Do you have a list for me to choose from? And you might laugh and think that that's funny, or you might sit there and say, oh my gosh, I could relate to that. So that's why I put this list together. So I just want you to think about it. Do you have a goal or would you like to have a goal in one of these categories? My suggestion is look at a couple of these categories and pick maybe three of those that you're going to give attention to right now, but I would never, ever, ever encourage you to put five financial goals out there and try to strive for them because it's really, really hard. I don't want to say it's impossible. It's really hard to give your energy to the value of your time, to achieving different business goals that you might have, to obtaining the money that you're trying to make. Now, if some of your financial goals are to save money or to invest your money, that's a whole different story. So looking at some of those, what are some of the goals that you want to have? I don't recommend you start planning out your entire life. Let's just be real. Um, That would literally give us all anxiety, even just thinking about it. So like, don't even go there. Now that you see that there are things you wish to do with your time, you now know what you should do with your time, that valuable asset that you have. But let's take a look at what you're currently spending your time doing. And I have a little exercise, and this is one of those like, ugh, I hate doing this kind of stuff. But it makes a huge difference. It literally is transformational in how you show up. Sometimes we got to get really real and get down and dirty and get a little ugly before we can start looking good. And this whole exercise really does start with you writing down all the things that you are currently doing with your time. If you carry around your phone, I want you to create a little either note or I want you to open up Evernote or whatever you keep your notes in. I want you to write in there, today I am, and then just start writing things down. Please don't skip this activity. And more importantly, don't skip writing down all those things that are sucking valuable minutes from your day because that's really going to make a huge difference. Ultimately, when you really get real with yourself to see like, oh my goodness, I I know I can so do so much better. So I experienced that if I wrote down at least seven days, it helped me to really begin to change what it was that I was doing. And boy, I am still a work in progress. I, I recognize, I know the things that I am doing that are wasting my time. The time sucks, but I'm very aware of those and it's helping me to shift. And here's the other thing. A lot of us, we are all excited. We're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to whip out our phones. We're going to start journaling down and saying, here's what we're going to do. You're going to get to about day number two, maybe day number three, and then day number four is going to come around and you're not going to do it. Don't stop because most of us can give our bad time habits a rest for a couple of days, but soon we're right back to doing them. This is why it's so important to track at least seven days. I'm just telling you. Or if you're really ambitious, track 14 if you really want a reality check. And you're probably saying right now to yourself like, oh my gosh, I already know. I already know I'm like wasting so much time. I knew too. I already knew I was wasting a lot of time, but I didn't own it. 
I didn't own it to the degree that I owned it once I started writing it down. And that's why I want you to do it. I wouldn't ask you to do something if I didn't know it would literally change you in such a big way. Once you do this, you literally will take the concepts of how much your time is worth, knowing your potential, and knowing that things in your desire are literally aligning with your core values. When you know exactly what you're doing, it it truly is the first step to changing it. Knowing exactly who you are right now is the first step to changing your potential for growth. So we have to know what this is. So as you're writing things down, this is what I ask myself. Is this really worth my time? Like the value that I saw and that I wrote down for myself? For example, is this worth $700 an hour? in those hours in which I say I'm going to work. Now, when I'm sitting there playing with my grandchild, no, I don't sit there and say like, this I would charge $770 an hour for. Like, no, that's not what I'm doing. But I know that every day I have a goal to commit five hours every day in income-producing activities. And if I don't and I let those five hours go, one, I've missed an opportunity to get closer to my financial goals. That's why you want to have these thoughts. That's why you want to think about this. Is doing this getting me closer to any of my goals I have for my life? That is how you want to look at this. Now, as I promised you, like there's a lot of steps that I believe help us to getting where we need to go in order to shift because I was there, I'm still there to a degree in seeing what my value truly is and believing in myself and how I can move forward and what I could potentially do and really expanding myself even in a bigger way because it is my responsibility to my core to be an example in hopes that someday I inspire somebody else to do the same. So this is where growth comes in. Reaching your potential and achieving your financial goals requires change. You're going to want to ask yourself, who do I need to become? What actions must I stop? What actions must I start? What am I telling myself? What am I telling others? Am I making excuses? Am I creating solutions? What skills do I have of great value? What can I learn to increase the value I provide? What must I let others do that I'm currently doing with my time? Mm -hmm. We have a lot of that. How can I be resourceful? to pay for someone to help with a task that does not meet my potential. And I know for a lot of us, when we sit there and say to ourselves, like, I'm doing all of these things in my time because, hey, I'm a woman and I have a lot on my plate. And we know already that a lot of the things that we are doing are not worth the value in which we determine. But we say to ourselves, like, I don't have the money. I don't have the money to pay somebody else. And that's where resourcefulness comes in. Trust me, I know. I've been there. I've done that. It's like chipping away at these tasks that we've held onto for a long time. We have to, one, believe that somebody else can do it and also letting go of the control that we might have that it has to be perfect. I'll just give you one right off the top of my head. Grocery shopping. A lot of my life, I would go grocery shopping. I would pick out the most perfect fruits and vegetables and I was very meticulous and I would spend like way too much time trying to find something I was looking for. And then I would come home and I'd put all these groceries away and so forth, so on. At the grocery store, I'd buy things that I didn't really need and probably end up getting, you know, throwing them away in the trash, which that's a confession that probably some of you who hate waste don't want to hear, but that's the reality. I found a way to pay somebody else to do that. 
and it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. But what it was costing me was all of that time. Now I use Instacart. I go on in the middle of the night sometimes. I'll open up my app before I go to bed and I'll sit there and place my order for my groceries. You guys should check it out. I'm telling you, it has been a huge time saver for me. Plus, I'm also saving money because most of my orders are usually between $35 and $45. So I'm kind of planning things in batches versus like one big, huge run to the grocery store because that's what we have to do, right? We don't have a lot of time to go back and forth, back and forth. But I also don't have fruits and veggies going yucky and anyway, so any of that kind of stuff. So that was one way that you can right now start to save on your time by paying somebody else to take that task. And really it comes down to how much do you want to tip them? And for me, it is so worth it. It is so worth it to pay somebody a 20% tip or a 15% tip to have them go to the grocery store for me so that I don't have to. And they'll shop at the places that you're already shopping at. So it's great. One of the most important aspects I believe to my core about pursuing financial success and pursuing a big goal truly is appreciating where you're already at, being in full gratitude for even waking up today, being in full gratitude for anything that you have in your life. As a young child, I was grateful to have what I had, even if I didn't have much. And that was great. I had family. I had people around me that loved me, and we have to be in gratitude for that. It should not hold us where we're at. I don't believe we're supposed to stay where we're at and be grateful for only what we have and not go any further. Because truly, there is something about bringing value to the world that gives us joy. So why hold yourself back from doing that? If our whole existence literally is this pursuit of happiness, why would we want to hold back on doing the things that we know we could do that bring value into the world, right? So don't let that hold you back because you already have so much to be grateful for. Just know that every single thing you do, you can be grateful for all of that as well. And remember to celebrate, right? We have to celebrate. We have to celebrate the mile markers, the things that we have put in front of ourselves. If you have a goal setting strategy right now that's working for you, I hope there are mile markers along the way of things that you're shooting for before you might get to that ultimate goal, whatever that might be. I want you to celebrate that. And sometimes those mile markers aren't necessarily a dollar amount, but something that you have shown yourself that you were able to do. So actions literally should be rewarded. If you're doing daily actions, I would encourage you at the end of every day or in the beginning of every morning, you sit down and write down what you have done, what you feel good about, how you've shown up in the world that you did. So if you write a gratitude journal, write down, hey, I bossed my daily goals, right? So that should be something you should celebrate and embrace. So right now, if you've listened to this podcast while you were driving or running or doing homework or watching the kids play at the playground or whatever, I want you to go to brilliantteacher.com and I want you to download the notes and the worksheets because this is going to make this so much easier for you to grab a hold of. I want you to make changes in your life. I want to see you do big things. I want for you what you want ultimately. If you want little things, I want that for you, whatever it is. But this really comes down to this is daily practice. 
this is like healthy living. This is the things you just have to keep checking in with yourself. I do it all the time. That's why I have my little signs up. That's why I have my little reminders. That's why I have a community. That's why I have my mastermind. This is what I need to do in order to propel me forward, right? And this is what you need to do. One thing I do not want you to do, and I'm asking you in a big, big way, and this is probably going to be one of the hardest things I've asked you to do, and that is I don't want you to beat yourself up over any of this. Trust me, I've been there, and I am so grateful to have the community that I have that has helped me to stop doing that. I want you to replace all of that with giving yourself grace. And I want you to connect to our community. I want you to help elevating other women. I want you to recognize and see that we all have similar goals and dreams and fears, and we all need support. The truth is I have yet to meet anyone who has achieved any type of success without the support of others, whether that was a supportive spouse, whether that was maybe just even the support from somebody who they never even met. And that literally could have come from somebody listening to a podcast on a regular basis or reading books or whatever it is. We have all received encouragement along the way in some form or another. So whether you continue to listen to this Brilliantista podcast, whether you pop into a Facebook group, whether you read one of the books that we recommend, or whether you we recommend another podcast, whatever it is, this is how we all become better is because we are all sharing ideas. And so that is why I'm encouraging you to connect and to be a part of all of this. This is one of the reasons I even started Brilliantista. I personally wanted to be surrounded by women who were loving and supporting each other. That's it. Like literally, like that was one of my first thoughts. I said, this is what I want. And I believe that if I want this, I guarantee you other people want this as well. So I invite you to be the support and ask for the support you need. Don't sit back on the sidelines believing that you don't deserve it. You do deserve it. I promise you, you deserve the support just like we all do. And I want you to ask for that as often as you need. I want you to provide it as often as possible. And here's the ultimate in it all. We have to help women see themselves and see their potential. Like that's where, how we have to show up. We have to be those people who lovingly say the kind words in a genuine way that help other women see their potential. So the next time you see a woman, I want you to tell her she's a brilliantista and I want you to offer her your time or offer her your ear or share some words of wisdom with her. I want you to help pour into other women because you have this community. You have these women, these people who are opening up and sharing with you. And I just see this ripple effect. I just see how we can continue to ripple this out to the world and keep lifting each other up and making a bigger and brighter impact on the world. Is that too much to ask? I mean, seriously, is that too much to ask? Because like I say it all the time, look to your left, look to your right, and just know there are women out there just like you. So if you're feeling it and you want it and you desire it, you have to be it.
end of sentence. So that is all. I hope that today there were some insights that were shared with you that can help you to start finding that value that truly is within inside of you and for you to see your potential and for you to see the value of your time and for you to uncover what are some of those goals that you truly do want to achieve in your life and that it is okay. It is okay for you to pursue those financial goals and dreams that you have because really, why not? Why not? I want you to see every single person out there in a different way starting today. Maybe you are already there, but I want you to elevate that belief that you see and even go deeper and deeper and deeper in how you see other people who are achieving success. I want you to cheer them on. I want you to know that it is possible for you. I want you to know that it doesn't stop with you when you achieve it. It literally keeps giving back. Everything you do is a step to doing something even greater. So there is no top of the mountain. There really isn't. It's literally the ripples that just keep rolling around and you have an opportunity to make those ripples be greater and bigger and leave a lasting impact on the world because you truly are a brilliantista. And I'm going to end with that. So share this out with friends, download the information, and I look forward to connecting with you real soon in our next episode of our Brilliantista podcast. Bye for now, Brilliantistas. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Brilliantista podcast. If you love the show and have a moment, please let us know by leaving a review or subscribe to the podcast. Truly, this would mean the world to me and my team. And remember, ladies, share this with your friends because that's what friends do. If you want to stay connected, go to Brilliantista.com and join our Facebook group. You can also find me on social media at Sherry Custer or Brilliantista on all platforms. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you to elevate your brilliance. Bye for now, Brilliantista. We'll be back next week.